And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of OA News Overtime. I'm Jordan Hill with Jordan Justin Hill. Lee. This bag is in the, fine. In the Keep shot. going. Yeah. We're just rolling with it. <laughs> rolling with it on a busy yeah. Wednesday. Uh, yeah. But a lot going on, Justin. What Hill's day is it? It is Wednesday, if I'm not mistaken. Brother. Brother, what a week. Brother, it's been a week. Justin, man. how are we doing today? We're all right. We're catching up on sleep. We're all right. You you yeah, benefited uh, from my, an early deadline last night. You yeah, were able that's to true. Kick out after a long, long Tuesday. Yeah, long, 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 about ten day ride on the other side of the world with uh, with one Sunisa. So there you go. Uh, it was fun though, man. Oh yeah, and you gave the readers a lot of great content. It was fun for me to follow to kind of see you know how that all played out. Today's episode brought to you by Whataburger. Yeah, apparently so. Not like really, but physically. But like that's why we're here. <laughs> That's how we are here right now. Because it's near the office and I wouldn't have come otherwise. Exactly. <laughs> we'll talk about SUNY a little bit later in the podcast. Sure. I want to start with Auburn recruiting. That's really been the biggest topic of conversation for the last three or four months. There's been a little bit of momentum the last few days. Yeah, there has been. Sun- you expect that coming out of Big Cat. No doubt, no doubt. Right. They got uh, Damari Alston right after Big Cat. That was mm-hmm. two Sundays ago. This past Sunday, they get a guy we know pretty well in Caden Story, a Lynette uh, defensive end, a four-star. Fergie's calling me. (laughs) Do you want to put him on the podcast? Justin Ferguson, you're on the podcast. Do you have anything to say? Oh, my God, I'm on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think about Damari? Is he the new one? Who's the new one? Jacoby. Jacoby is Is the new guy. Jacoby Albert, very fast, uh, very physical. Uh, I'll be interested. I'll be interested to see how he how he transitions. A lot of his highlights are him like being really fast and really hard hitting. So like a lot of like the agility and like stuff you need to do to be a safety in the SEC. I'll be interested to see how he does how he does with that kind of stuff. Thank I mean, you, thank you, Justin Ferguson. We will call you back. I will call you back. Yes, thank you, thank you King. <laughs> Justin Ferguson, the Auburn server. The second time he's cameoed <laughs> in the last three episodes. I love is, it. We have to find a way to get Ferg like in like. <laughs> For like 15 <laughs> seconds in every episode. So they got Jacoby Albert on Wednesday. Uh, so that's three commits in the last uh, about about two and a half weeks. Sure. Uh, they've got more, maybe, yeah. yeah. They got nine commits total for the 2022 class. Let's start with Caden's story because mm-hmm. he's a guy we know. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts and and how big of a pickup do you think getting Caden, who wound up picking Auburn over Central Florida and mm-hmm. Gus and and some of those guys? Huge. Go ahead. What Nick Easton is killing it. Uh, big pickup for Eason uh, on the defensive line. Uh, Caden's a, a huge prospect. Uh, he's, as far as we know, yeah, it's still the, the, he is still the universal four-star in mm-hmm. this class. He's the only one who's rated four-star by both rivals and 247. Uh, at least all these recent guys are four-star by one or the other. Yeah. Uh, Jacoby was four-star on rivals, two, uh, three-star on 247. And I want to um, point out, Nathan King uh, pointed out that Jacoby is literally the next guy below all the four-stars. Right. Like, he, he is the he can first, up pretty the highest-rated three-star. Right, right, right. So, uh, yeah, so, but, yeah, Caden has that billing of, I would say, being their best prospect so far mm-hmm. if you're looking at how both, you know, both of the widely – uh, cited outlets uh, rate him. Um, so, and now, I mean, now you want him to be a bell cow, right? You want him to, and now they finally have some of these guys, these bell cows. Um, Damari, I mean, he's, what did he, we talked, I think we may have talked about it last time, but yeah. he goes in and tweets the recru- recruiting coordinators like, bro, take a, take a back seat, I'm taking over, right? Uh, you need those bell cow guys. Um, and, you know, it seems like him and Caden are both that. Uh, and Jacoby, we'll see how he, carries on into you know the next week of his the beginning of his 
being a commit instead of a recruit. Mm. We'll see how he does. Uh, but yeah, man, to me, Caden, Caden's the one you get most excited about um, because he comes from a family, a football family, um, a family of freak athletes, um, a, a big, biggest brother uh, signed with Richmond. Christian, of course, went to Alabama. Um, and, uh, and he, he's, and he just, he was going to play quarterback, but he kept on growing. Right. <laughs> yeah. And now you get him in there with coach Eason, you get him in there with the strength guy and you really <clears throat> get a little more muscle on him. Uh, he could really fill out that frame and turn into a really good player. Uh, so if I'm an Auburn fan, I'm excited about, uh, Caden's story. No doubt about it. And it's, it's, and you can go see him, bro. Yeah. Drive uh, up the road. Yeah. Go to a game. I, I, that's why like I, a Lynette football game. That's what I was going to tell anybody that's around Auburn. Go watch him play because he yeah. is a freak. And yeah. the thing that I talked to Clifford's story, who is Caden's dad and Lynette's head coach. And, you know, he really pointed out something that we've known. He's still pretty raw at defensive end. Again, he mm-hmm. was playing quarterback not that long ago. He played quarterback some as a junior. I mean, he right. was still contributing because they always thought he would play quarterback. Uh, and he kept growing and kept getting bigger. But he's really freaky athletic for his size. Right. They talk like he might get to like 6'4", six, 6'5", six, before it's all said and done. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he, he's a really athletic guy. He's fun to watch. Um, and I can see the appeal looking at it from Caden's perspective. You're talking about his position coach would be Nick Easton, a guy who yeah. played at Clemson, yeah. played in the NFL for like a decade. So, yeah. I mean, you can understand while, you know, Easton's experience coaching in college is pretty limited. He coached for a while in the NFL. I mean, uh-huh. you know, I'm sure that the goal ultimately is to, to go on and play in the NFL. Yep. Um, so I can see the appeal there. And it was fun to, you know, I made sure when I talked to Clifford, I asked him, so what's this Iron Bowl going to be like now? Because Christian is going to be a, a rising redshirt freshman at Alabama, and then Caden uh, will come in two years. Or, you know, he won't be there this year, but he'll be there next year. And uh, Clifford said, we are not going to be a house divided. We are going to be a house united. Right. So, uh, so not tearing be, that family apart. No, not at all. So that'll be fun to watch. So Christian, was he 20? He won in 2019, right? Yes. So he's class of 2020. So he's a freshman in 2020. Correct. So he redshirted. Correct. Still has a COVID year. Yes. Damn. Wow. We may be seeing the stories in this Iron Bowl for, for several, quite a while. For several You're years right. to And come. for a player like him, who played quarterback in high school, kind of a prospect at safety. Yeah. I think that's fair to say with yep. all respect to Christian. Oh, yeah. I mean, Nick he's Saban. Someone, he's someone that Alabama would develop to taking over as an upperclassman. Yes. I think that's 100% what we're looking at. Yep. Yeah. Like you said, we could be seeing that. In 2024, 2025, and you know, moving on up. So there you go. And, How about that? Uh, yeah. Well, I was going to say to the point you just made, Nick Saban explained just that at media days because I asked about him and a Jordan couple Hill other guys. Has firsthand information. Sources are saying the source was Nick Saban. Literally, <laughs> anyone who had it, who had the TV on at media days heard yeah. him. But I asked How him about about, about Christian, and he said, you know that. Um, being a high school quarterback, it was going to take, you know, they knew it was going to take some time. Right. You know, and, and Upside that, guy. Yeah, exactly. And he'll probably contribute on special teams and, you know, be a backup this year, which nothing wrong with that. Hey, Caden's I mean, the same way. Upside guy. Absolutely. Big upside. Coach's kid, upside guy. So, big pickup. Absolutely. So, some, some forward momentum. Um, really, uh, you know, looking at the guys they picked up, uh, looking specifically now that they got Jacoby, the class didn't move as far as rankings. 247 still has Auburn. 
as the 59th overall class, uh, 14 out of 14 SEC teams, so very last in the conference. Still some room to grow. I kind of wrote about this earlier this week, but the interesting thing is going to be if they kind of uh, pull sort of a surprise uh, pickup in some of these recruits because it doesn't seem like there's like a big five-star. There's a few four-star guys. Probably sure. right now Darius Clemens, a receiver out in Oregon, mm-hmm. is probably the like highest-touted recruit. Sure that they conceivably are in the mix for. Right. Um, but Yeah, you know, they're not in a lot of, like, top fives. Right no, now. no, not right I now. Think... But, but you know, as Harson said right before he went on the stage at Media Days, you know, that the coaches are privy to um, some of that stuff that we don't know about. Sure. There could be guys that are committed elsewhere that they're, you sure. know, sure, whispering sure, sure. sweet nothings to sure, that are, sure, uh, sure, sure, that sure, are sure, getting Brian. them interested. Here, well, here's the pathway forward to salvaging this class is now you get a little bit of momentum going into fall camp. You get into fall camp, and then now you try to go 5-0. and That's yep. how you do it. That's yep. how you save this class. Pick up, get some excitement around the program by starting the season 5-0. and uh, That's the path forward to, to having a strong December class, because right now it's not a strong December class. Uh, but, you know, hopefully, you know, for them, they're making these inroads like he's saying. Um, but, I mean, the, the way forward is to go up, win in Happy Valley, uh, go beat LSU at LSU for the first time and. In eternity, <laughs> for literally since these kids have been 99, born. 99, I think, was yeah. the last time they did Literally it. since before all these recruits have been born. And uh, and start 5-0 and before that Georgia game. That's how you can start. That's how you can build some momentum and, and build uh, a little bit more, I think. That's my opinion. No, I agree. I think that's the next step is to go 5-0. and I think the point you made, I think it was on this podcast a few weeks ago, about comparing it to when Gene Chizik took over. Yeah. And, and they started with a really hot streak, and all of a sudden all the recruits could see the path forward. That might have been on the, when we went on the Observer podcast. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. The, in '09, if you think about it, uh, the, those first years with, with Super Taylor and Curtis Looper, man, like that's when, it's, that's when it picked up, and that's when people started really getting excited. Uh, they, you know, it was an 8-5 and five year, but they started 5-0. and oh, And they really – and that laid the foundation, obviously, for 2010. Um, they went up to Knoxville, beat Lane Kiffin. Uh, man, I'd like to watch that game back. <laughs> I can remember, as funny as this is, God, I'm trying to remember where I was, but I remember watching that game and yeah. just being like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, Ontario McCaleb's out here running reverses. And uh, a lot of excitement, a lot of good feeling about a new era began with that 5-0 and start. And, I'm gonna, and I've, I'll continue to point to it you yeah. know, until they lose. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. uh, that I think that's – uh, that's uh, a mirror, you know. That's some. That's a pathway you could follow is to try to do do what happened in '09. Really, gather, show that you're different. Show that this is a new era of Auburn football, and get people excited about it. So switching back to the Olympics, All right. Lee finished sure. things off. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was a little bit on edge in that beam finals. I mean, she, yeah, on she, edge. She, yeah, she, she uh, <laughs> nearly lost her balance, but held on. She refused to fall, and someone pointed out on Twitter. She or the actually it was the commentator. She did not fall in Tokyo. Hmm. How about that? That's through, pretty impressive. Through qualifying, through all around, through all the event finals, uh, team finals, she never fell. Yeah, um, and she can take pride in that. Yeah, uh, that it, it, she literally did not fall. Um, but yeah, obviously, uh, going on to, we, we all went into beam knowing that it was possible for her to medal. Uh, she went, she was third on beam in qualifying. Uh, Simone had a off qualifier, which obviously now we know why. Uh, uh, so we thought, well, Simone is probably, is really as good as Suni is. So really it's like the kind of those two could bronze, right? 
ended up being Simone Bronzing, you know, um, that B made everybody up, but, uh, but yeah, but she, she finishes with the complete set. She hit for the cycle. Uh, she got, she got her bronze on bars, which she's not excited about cause that's her specialty event. Um, and now, and now she's coming to Auburn, man. And she, she posted in her farewell and I think she edited it on there, but I can't say for sure. Yeah. But, uh, she posted that farewell and I remember looking at it earlier and be like, all right, there it is. I need to, I need to add that to the story later. And then, like an hour later, I pulled it back up and it said edited. And then said, "See y'all on the planes, winky face." And I was like, "All right, let's let people." Do I write the story a third time? Like, yes, she's, she's coming. Actually, coming. To it's all. happening. This is how I become the Joker. Yeah. Anyway, my villain origin story. Uh, but yeah, so that's what's next. And uh, and hey, that that uh, bronze on bars is basically she's gonna go back and try to get that. Yeah, she's going back. Let's try to, She's gonna try. And obviously. Team USA is the hardest team in the world to make, so that's going to be a whole other process of making Team USA again, but she's going to try. Uh, but but one of the places you can do that, she could do that in Minnesota, or she could do it in Auburn. If you come to Auburn, she's going to do it here. So, uh, But, yeah, there you go. Um, gymnastics season tickets, a thousand of them got sold in one day after she won the all-around. I don't know if we mentioned that last time. I don't think so. But, uh, yeah, but no. Uh, yeah, what a, what a ride, though. And she, yeah. Fair to say that cool. that was a successful Olympic trip oh, uh, for SUNY. Winning the all-around is like almost something that her coaches knew she was capable of, but she she was quoted after as being like, "I was I was going for silver," you know what I mean? Like I thought I thought I was just going to do my best and be happy with what I got, and uh, so to win gold is massive. And to and the, this the story, the way she bounced back, emerged after Simone went through what she went through, uh, pretty big, pretty big deal. And uh, yeah, so. Gonna be a busy, busy little while for her as she kind of settles down. But then hopefully, by January, hopefully by the time college season starts, she'll have done her commercial shoots and uh, yeah. <laughs> and you know you hope for the sake of those poor people who work in compliance at Auburn that they. <laughs> She's just faxing them stuff every <laughs> single day. It's like recruiting signing day. The fax machine's just rolling, <laughs> contracts. Uh, but whatever they got to do to to get all that cleared uh, by the gymnastics season, but they will. So, And it'll be fun to see, and I'm sure yeah. I know who's going to be covering her every every <laughs> event, every move once she gets to Auburn, and it's uh, obviously been fun to watch, and I'm yeah. sure you've enjoyed getting to, yeah. to cover it. I mean, it's like one of those once-in-a-lifetime things, right? It's like, well, that's never going to happen again mm. unless she decides to do it again yeah. in 2024. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, man, uh-uh. Uh, that's, that's one of those deals. So what a moment in time. I hope everybody enjoyed it. it Absolutely. Fun. Absolutely. Well, let's switch gears back to football. Okay. I don't know if you know this, sure. Justin. Yeah. Fall camp is upon us. The we Al- wouldn't know. The Auburn Tigers uh, will officially start on – You're telling me I can't, like, go, like – Go on a break for like a few weeks. Uh, like, you, oh, got, so- you got you uh, got this <laughs> afternoon, so go take a Soon nap. Done, I can finally sleep. No, okay. go take a nap. So they'll have a team meeting on Thursday. Oh. It's my understanding that Friday will be the first practice. They'll have 25 practices getting ready for the season. That season opener on September 4th against Akron. When you look at this team just across mm-hmm. the board, is there anything that you are specifically wanting to see out of fall camp? Maybe even a player or um, what intrigues you the most going into this fall camp? Um, Bo. Yeah. I mean, that's a question on everybody's mind. Uh, but, yeah, Bo with this, these new coaches, um, they tell them – they say they can work with quarterbacks. They say they can work good with quarterbacks. When Allen was looking at his resume, that's probably one of the highest things on there that he coached Kellen Mond, right? Uh, Bo better take a step forward. 
uh, and that's that's the biggest thing I'm looking at, I think. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a fair one, and uh, you've got two guys with that background in Brian right, Harson right. and Mike Bobo. Right. Um, for me, I mean, you could go a number of different one, ways. Someone who, someone who knows SEC defenses. Yes, very true. Right. I think the biggest thing for me besides Bo, because that's a pretty obvious one, is the receivers. Well, thanks, Jordan. <laughs> yeah. I mean, why don't you just, you know, just pick. I'm interested in the, football. The, the low-hanging fruit. Way to go, Justin Lee. Um, but, no, one of the things I'm really interested in is what the secondary looks like as far as who plays where. Because before the summer, you had – Derek Mason, who is really well-renowned for his coaching of the secondary and safeties mm-hmm. and defensive backs just in general, he was kind of playing around, moving Ladarius Tennyson around, was trying to see. Well, now you got like four or five extra – six or seven, I guess, too, including the true freshmen that are coming in. Yeah. Who gets moved where? I mean, like, to me, the, the two obvious guys that are going to stick, Roger McCreary at corner and Smoke Monday at safety, mm-hmm. I feel like pretty much everybody else is, you know, there there's the potential for them to be moved around just to see right. who fits best where because, I mean, there's some really talented guys coming in. I mean, Roe Torrance that we talked about, that was the Juco kid uh-huh. from Hutchinson that gave up like a pass last year. <laughs> and I, pass. And pass. <laughs> uh, I get that that's Juco, but, I mean – Come on, I mean, he's like six yeah. two or six three. Like he's a big guy. Yeah. Like I could see that guy working his way in. Like I think there's a lot of talent in that secondary, but sure. it's going to be a matter of figuring out who fits best where and and what Mason likes and what he sort of envisions for the whole secondary. Good answer. <laughs> good answer. Good answer. Thanks. Uh, Thanks. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Secondary. That's a good one. And then obviously receivers. Uh, who's who's going to catch the ball? Yeah. And and how's it going to be different for Bo knowing he doesn't have. The Seth. guy. Yeah, I don't have the guy anymore. Yeah. Uh, so how's that going to go? So, yeah, those are two big question marks on the outsides, I'd say. I agree. But uh, if you're in the secondary, you like having smoke, be in the face of it, and he likes to be in the face of it, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, you like having that kind of leader, um, and then you like having a guy like Roger, who is the best NFL prospect on the team. Yes. So uh, there you go. That's a good place to start, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, and obviously questions really across the board. I mean, offensive line, we talk about yep. defensive line and what the – just even the alignment's going to look like on defense. Um, right. But a lot of really interesting things to keep an eye on, and obviously we'll be covering it and be all over it. Just how important in general is this fall camp for this Auburn team, considering that this is a new coach that they're right. trying to get worked up? And, you know, they are lucky in the fact that they've got a few games before a really big challenge. Right. But what value is there in this fall camp and maybe the progress that Harson can make with these players and the, the progress the players can make in these new systems? Hey, man, I laid it out, bro. You want to go 5-0. Yeah. And if you don't go 5-0, if you go 3-2, and two, if you go 4-1, and one, it's fine. If yeah. you go 3-2, and two, I mean, I mean, I mean, you're looking at uh, a pretty lost season, I think, the prospect of it being a, a pretty lost season because, I mean, then you're looking at Georgia and Alabama and, uh, yeah. and then, you know, maybe try to win a bowl game. But uh, it was going to be a – very tough climb for everyone involved. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if things don't go so well the first season, then you're looking at staff changes, and then you're looking at starting all over again. Yeah. Uh, so, no, I mean, I'm going to keep pointing to that 5-0. and You want to go 5-0, and 4-1. And one. and uh, so in that way, I think camp is huge. I, I think, uh, obviously, yeah, like you said, you got you have Akron and, and ASU to kind of work the gears out or whatever yeah. uh, before you go to Penn State. But, uh, 
Yeah, I, I, no, I agree. I think, I think, I think, uh, and, and obviously the big off season thing they keep saying is that everyone's getting faster and stronger. Uh, everyone's, they're doing the stadium stairs. They're all really proud of that, you know. <laughs> Owen, what did Owen say? He's like, we're going to look like Marines yes. by the end of this, right? Yes. So obviously you want to show how, how, what a difference that can make or, you know, at the beginning. And, yeah. But, but you got to install the stuff. So this is where you install the stuff. Um, so everybody knows where they are. And everybody's in the right, and everyone's in the right place. Like you said, yeah. Like the secondary, uh, how are you going to make the most of your talent? Hey, man, this is their deal. They take three stars and turn them into five stars, right? That's that's the and Derek, You know, besides Harson, I mean, Derek, Derek Mason, Mason had too. to do that at Vanderbilt. Yeah, you're right. So for both of them, uh, yeah, put you better put your people in the right place. This is where they can do that and uh, evaluate a little bit more. Yeah, so. and, and uh, I'll be excited to see it. You know, we, we still don't know as far as if we'll be able to go to practices. I think we don't know nothing. We don't know nothing. We don't even know our schedule. But, yeah, we have no idea. But we uh, we'll be all over it once we do, and, and letting right. everybody know what we see. Right. Um, kind of staying in the vein of camps, but switching to the NFL. Um, a lot of Auburn guys that are getting ready to go through camps with their various teams. Yeah. Are there, you know, maybe one or two Auburn guys that you're kind of excited about or just interested in seeing how they do as they get ready for the NFL season? Well, we always want to see Cam. I'm excited about Cam. I'm excited about, like, all right, no more excuses. Like, second year with the Patriots. Uh, he says he's fully healthy. Let's see what happens. And the, to Belichick's credit, Belichick is not punting on him. He's like, Cam's our quarterback. Like, yeah. Mac Jones is going to have to do good to – be better to pass Cam Cam Newton. So um, I'm interested in that. Obviously, you have the Iron Bowl dynamic in that backfield. Uh, but yeah, I'd, I'd like to see Cam this year. You know, year two. Let's see what he can do. Uh, that's pretty exciting to me. The one that sticks out to me is Carryon Johnson. <laughs> yeah, he didn't work in Detroit. You know, he was there pretty productive during his time there. He's with the Eagles now, and I think he's got a really good opportunity there. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think that that backfield is by any means decided. Um, it's going to be probably a rebuilding team, but he's going to be there with sure. Jalen Hurts. And yeah. I think he's got a chance to impress. These iron ball backfields. just can't avoid it. Look at him. They played each other, too. Probably did, yeah. I would think so. Yeah. But um, 2017. Yeah. Um, so I'm interested to see, you know, I mean, it's it's not a given that he's going to make that yeah. Eagles team, but I think it would be interesting to see if he can work his way. Well, sometimes you go to another team and get a second life. You get a second, absolutely. new lease on life. Absolutely. Second breath. And, and Philly has got a stable of backs. I mean, I know they've had Boston Scott and a few of those other guys. That sure. They've been willing to play. So if he were to stick, you know, he, he might be able to get a few carries and kind of show what he's able to do, which, I mean, you know, we saw, we saw what he did at Auburn. And, you know, I mean, I still feel like that SEC championship game might be a totally different story if he's healthy. Because yeah. um, that, just, that just changed so much about that game. It did. Um, yeah. Uh, dude, the Hall of Fame game is, like, coming up. Uh, I've seen tweets where it was like, there's basically not another weekend without a game. You know, <laughs> you're counting preseason games, but it's like, there's not another weekend. It's football season. Congratulations. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you're still going to be watching, you know, the third string of the Browns play the third string of, right. you know, the, the and like uh, we said, hey, what, Falcons. So August 18th, 19th, and 20th, high school football starts here. Yeah. Caden Story and all your favorite commits and targets. Kyle Gordon. Yeah. Another guy. All your favorites. Uh, everybody be Basically, just go to Auburn High if you want to see any other Auburn University targets. That's true. There's, uh, there's two more that I know of. Yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're on it. Yeah, man. And uh, speaking of our high school football, working on the annual Prep Blitz preview tab. You're going to love tab it. It's, uh, 
August 15th. Correct. It's going to run. Uh, get that one. It's a Sunday edition. Go get the Sunday edition that day. You love it. It's kind it of will a, be well worth your money, we promise. Yeah, it's a companion piece. You can keep it all season. It's got the time. composite schedule for 20 of the local teams. Yeah, man. Previews for all the teams. Justin and I have been working really hard to crank these out. and No uh, slowing down here. And uh, you get to see our Super 8 seniors, several of those yep. guys who are, are big-time recruits for various schools, a few of them right. Uh, right. going to Auburn like we just hit on. So, uh, right. so yeah, excited for that. And you see, uh, if you follow us on Twitter, we've been rolling out team previews and, and – and uh, getting ready for the season because we're just a couple weeks away, man. We're going to be right back in it on Friday night. Hey, I made the pitch last time to get you a login. Since then, word has come upon high. I'm going to call it the SUNY special. It's not the SUNY special, <laughs> but it, it sounds good. I call it the SUNY special. Uh, you can get digital for six months for a dollar. A dollar. Can we have a dollar? <laughs> you're not. You're telling us that this stuff isn't worth four quarters. <laughs> So you, but hey, the timing is perfect. Six months gets you in for all football season. A dollar. So Justin, do it. How many quarters are in a football game? Four. How many quarters does it take think, to pay for our? I think by definition, a quarter is one fourth. But yeah, four. I'm just saying. Hey man, it just adds up. Can I hold a dollar, please? <laughs> So yeah, yeah, sign up. And, no, and just letting you guys know if you're listening. Uh, obviously, the podcast is free. It's gonna be free forever because it's on Spotify, but uh, and everywhere else. But uh, but yeah, man, get you get you a login. You never have to hit the paywall again. Just get, get logged in, bro. Just do it. It's good for you. you. You'll 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 be a learned scholar. Reading reading fun to, to everything. If, but it's, it is a good time for football season and all that. So there you go. Enjoy. It wouldn't be football season, Justin, if there was not a, a teensy bit of controversy. Oh no. What did I do? Big oh. Cat Bryant. Oh, Big Cat. Talking a Oops. little bit about UCF and if if I understand it right, the caliber of the team he's got at UCF right. could hang with like the SEC teams. Yeah. And, uh, His first example was, oh, we beat Auburn. We could beat Auburn. Um, thoughts? Uh, what did you think of what Big Cat had to say? Because a lot of people had a lot of thoughts about A lot of people Cat. had a lot to say. Uh, I, what do you want him to say, though? That's the like, thing. Like, what is he supposed That's the thing. to say? He's like, no, nah, we'd probably go like three and nine. We'd be lucky to make a Not ball. Auburn. I'm scared of Auburn. But, uh, you know, uh, hey, man, you have to be confident in this in, in sports, and you have to be confident in, in a, in a grown-up game like football, so... I mean, that's my only thoughts is like, hey, man, why, uh, you know, you know, what, what do you want him to say, right? So if you think he should have said something else, then maybe criticize him. But first, ask yourself, what is he supposed to say? To that point, the question was, how does he think UCF would fare in the SEC? Quote, right now, we'd beat somebody like Auburn for sure. Why did they ask that? For ex- it's like you know expansion? Why, you know why they asked it? To get a reaction. To get an answer? Yeah. 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 So they got one. Yeah. Congratulations. And uh, got some good responses. I know uh, I'm not going to look it up, but uh, <laughs> TD Moultrie, I know, had a really yeah, good response. Yeah, a few players have had a problem with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, hey, man, again, what do you want them to say? Yeah. I mean, they're going to stand up for their team. I get it. I expect that, too. Yeah. So I expect all of it. You so. know what I expect? What? It's what I really want is a UCF-Auburn uh, Bowl game. My God. That would be. The universe. The Liberty Bowl. The stars must align. UCF and Auburn. I'm excited for that Thursday night game, uh, Boise State and, uh, and oh UCF. God. Auburn Twitter is going to be toxic, and it's going to be hilarious. It's going to be rough. <laughs> no matter what happens, there's going to be definitive, like – Can I, like, take off time off of work to enjoy I'm that? calling out. <laughs> 
I no, mean, everyone's going to be live tweeting that game. It's going to be so Well, it's going to be a definitive, like, yes, we made the right decision. No, this guy stinks, yeah. this and that. It's like, it's one game. <laughs> Between we, two teams that aren't Auburn. No. What but are we talking about? Everyone's going to overreact. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's, well, people on Twitter overreact? Oh, Never. Certainly the first I've ever heard of this. <laughs> right. Well, Fun I, time. Yeah. Hey, man, and like we're getting there. We're Ready almost there. Not. We're almost there. Jeez. Yeah, it's less than a month before that season opener against Akron. That just blew my mind when I was writing some of the previews for this week. So we'll be there before you know it. And we're going to be excited. We're going to be well-rested, and we're going to be ready to go. At least one of us will be well-rested. Don't get too attached because we're leaving it when we leave next month. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, (laughs) we're going to close this episode of the podcast. Once again, thanks for listening. Always uh, be sure to check us out. You know, rate, subscribe. (laughs) Let us know what you think of the podcast. Give us a dollar. Be looking for content. Subscribe to the newspaper. Be looking for that prep tab in a few weeks. We're going to be busy working on that. Yep. And uh, until next time, take care.